Welcome to this Mount Pleasant Baptist Church podcast recorded at our Thornley campus. We're glad you've joined us and we pray that the Lord will speak to you and encourage you through this message. Now, how many of you have been camping before? Whoa, just about everybody. Now, I don't mean glamping. I, I, I don't mean uh, uh, you know, a five-star tent with 65-inch TV room service and all the mod cons. I mean real camping. Now, camping is where we go to get away from it all, isn't it? To get away from everybody, just like... Ah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Now... Some of you know I like going prospecting and I go to some remote places and my camping is basic, but basically it's pretty good. Uh, This is my tent in such a place. Well, it was once I'd removed the rocks, which reminds me of a, a friend's son went camping with us one time and the first night he lost his torch, his big torch, couldn't find it anyway, anywhere. So he's looking, looking, couldn't find it. Three nights later, he says he found it. He said, where did you find it? He said, it was under my swag. I just thought it was a big rock. <laughs> Here we go. Here is my tent pitched in the middle of Spinifex, which as many of, many of you know is a very sharp needle-like grass. Uh, so right in the middle of it, but I didn't care because just near there I'd found a nice patch of gold, so I was happy. Now this next one is my mate and uh, myself. We're, we're camping in the wet. It just poured down. The forecast was rain and we had nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. We're in the middle of nowhere. If we got anywhere, it would just pour down there as well. So we dug in. Only my mate didn't dig in enough he had a stream of water going through his tent but don't worry about me I was okay yet (laughs) now camping for some people is fun for other people it's just torture isn't it (laughs) with camping in mind here are some words of scripture which recently impacted me now listen for the word camp the actual words are outside the camp twice and for the word tabernacle which is just a fancy name for tent and the reading is from Hebrews chapter 13 verses 10 to 16 you can follow along with your Bibles if you have them or on the screen there we have an altar from which the priests in the tabernacle have no right to eat Under the old system, the high priest brought the blood of animals into the holy place as a sacrifice for sin, and the bodies of the animals were burned outside the camp. So also Jesus suffered and died outside the city gates to make his people holy by means of his own blood. So let us go out to him outside the camp and bear the disgrace he bore for this world is not our permanent home 
We are looking forward to a home yet to come. Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. And don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. These are the sacrifices that please God. Amen. Now, when I read these verses a few uh, a few weeks ago, what struck me was the use of the word outside. In verse 11, outside the camp. Verse 12, outside the city gates. Verse 13, outside the camp again. And that word outside is the Greek word exo, from which we get English words like exoskeleton. A skeleton outside the body, such as insects have. In verse 13, there's also a command with out. Let us go out to him. Him being Jesus, our Lord. And hence the title of this message, Going Out. Now, in English, we use going out in different ways. For instance, we talk about going out with someone when we are dating. I can vaguely remember that time way back when... 37 years ago, was it, darling? Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> but this passage is not talking about going out with someone. This is talking about going out to someone, and that someone is Jesus. This is talking about going out from our comfort zone into the hostile, Christ-rejecting world, out into the place of disgrace, the place where Jesus is. This, I believe, is about Thornley Community Church being willing to go out. Brothers and sisters, are you willing to go out? Now, I'm going to lay it down pretty starkly here. Are you willing to go out and suffer and be insulted and be ridiculed and be mocked just as Jesus was for the sake of the kingdom? The command is go out. Are they willing to go out for Jesus and to Jesus? Now, if you heard Chris Brown at Burragoon two Sundays ago, he reminded us that God is ascending God. He sent his son. He is sending us. He sends us out, out into the world. Most of us know the Great Commission. Does the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19, does it say this? Stay. Stay at home in your nice, cozy church with hot chocolate and marshmallows and comfy chairs. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus tells us, therefore, go. Go and make disciples of all nations. Go. Go out. Go out into the world and make disciples. Or as it may also be translated, as you go, as you are going out, make disciples. Brothers and sisters, going out has another meaning, and it is this. Fires go out. Lights go out. Jesus said in Luke 11.33, No one lights a lamp and then hides it under a basket. No, we want the light of the gospel to shine brightly here at Thornley. And the Apostle Paul said, do not put out the Spirit's fire. 
We want to be ablaze with the Spirit. I believe if we are to go out into the world, I believe we are to go out in the world, because if we don't go out, we will go out spiritually. Our spiritual light, our spiritual fire will grow cold and die out. So let me put it this way. Go out or go out. The context we are reading is the old sacrificial system of the Jewish law as established through Moses. The people set up their camps, their, their tents as they were traveling. In the midst of the, was the was the tent of meeting, also known as the tabernacle, in which was the holy place. Now there were a lot of tents, a lot of people. We might say the camping was in tents. Okay, think about that one. All right. Now, all through the book of Hebrews, the writer wants to contrast the temporary and transient nature of the sacrificial system and the permanent, once and for all nature of the sacrifice of Christ for our sins. So bear with me a little as I unpack this before I talk more about how this relates to us and our thorny campus. In verse 10, it talks about the altar. And the altar is not the altar of the old sacrificial system. That's not what it means here, because here it signifies the once and for all sacrifice of Christ on the cross who died for our sins. This is our spiritual altar, brothers and sisters. In the old system, animals were sacrificed and blood was spilt on the day of atonement for the sins of the people of Israel. And this was an annual temporary event. But now... Jesus Christ has spilled his blood and been sacrificed on the cross as the permanent atonement for our sins. And it's saying this, no one who tries to follow the old way of law and works, the old tabernacle system, the laws of Moses, can really get right with God. No. In verse 10, the tabernacle mentioned is mentioned. And just as the altar signifies and points to Jesus and his perfect atoning once for all sacrifice for us. So the tabernacle signifies the old way, the old law of Moses that can never permanently put us right with God because the way of Jesus has superseded that way. The Living Bible, I like the Living Bible in this verse, puts it like this. We have an altar. The cross where Christ was crucified. With those who continue to seek salvation by obeying Jewish laws, they can never be helped. And the tabernacle, the word tabernacle is literally tent. Skene in Greek if you want to look it up, but there we go. It's literally tent. In John 1.14 it says, The word became flesh. And made his dwelling among us. The word, that is Jesus, became flesh, that is became one of us, a human. And made his dwelling among us. And made his dwelling is literally pitched his tent. Jesus pitched his tent with us. Jesus camped among us. No need for the old tent and tabernacle and sacrificial system. We are covered by a new tent, the tent of Jesus. He has made his camp right here with us. But 
Brothers and sisters, here's the irony. Jesus made his camp with us, but we rejected him. We as in the people of the world. We rejected him and he died outside the camp. He died outside the camp. And in verse 11, the picture is of the sacrificial bodies being burnt outside the camp. It says, under the old system, the high priest brought the blood of animals into the holy place as a sacrifice for sin. And the bodies of animals were burned outside the camp. Outside the camp. Some of you have heard of the Valley of Hinnom, also called Gehenna. It's located south of Jerusalem. There's a bit of debate about which valley it actually is, but it's there in the Bible. It was where not only dead sacrificial animals were taken to be burnt, but also other animals and all sorts of rubbish was burnt there. It was a picture, if you like, of hell. And so that word Gehenna became the word, a name for hell. And this is the picture. Jesus was willing to suffer and be considered rubbish and of no account for us. He was willing to go outside the camp for us. He was willing, as verse 12 says, to suffer and die for us that we might be holy. Praise the Lord. To shed his blood that we might live. Amen. Outside the camp is where the dead bodies go. Outside the camp is where we put the rubbish. Outside the camp, to blunt, is where we go to the toilet. It's a place of waste and waifs and wastrels. It's a place of rubbish and refuse and rogues. Outside the camp, outside the city gates, is where the criminals, or those considered to be criminals and lawbreakers, were killed. This is where... Jesus was crucified, not inside Jerusalem. He was outside the city gates where he was crucified. He was, it says in Isaiah 53, 12, numbered with the transgressors. The sinless one was counted with the sinners. And Stephen, you might know this story from Acts. Stephen, the first Christian martyr, he was dragged out of the city and stoned to death outside the city. Outside the camp is where the lepers lived and the criminals and the insane and the outcasts. Outside our church walls here, brothers and sisters, is where the lost and the despairing, and the despondent, and the desperate, and the different, and those with no hope, and those in darkness, and those far away from the Lord are living. And that is where Jesus is, and that is where he wants us to be. So let us go out, out to him, outside the camp, and bear his disgrace, and scorn, and abuse for the sake of the gospel, and for the sake of the lost. Some of you have seen this magazine. We've got some more in the corner as you take one as you go because they know you're just sitting there. They're there to be taken and given to somebody, a friend, neighbour, workmate, relative, anybody. Good News magazine. We are looking at getting a big bundle of these for Christmas 
to take around. We'll probably insert about our Christmas services inside. We want to take these around and deliver them to our neighbours around here and your neighbours around. Who is willing to go out and take some of these around to their neighbours? Anybody? Would you be willing to do that? Okay. We're going to do it. Next year, we might want to start Alpha here. And Alpha, of course, some of us know about Alpha. It's uh, just a program that's uh, just about the basics of Christianity. But would you be willing to bring someone to Alpha? Would you be willing now to start praying for someone you could bring to Alpha next year? Would you ask God to bring to mind someone who might want to come and know about the Lord Jesus through that program, Alpha? We're looking, maybe we want to start an English as a second language program here. There's a lot of people here who are migrants, refugees. English is not their first language. And that might be a helpful program for them, but it also might be a way to, for them to come to know about the Lord Jesus. Is there somebody who you know whose English is a second language who might benefit from such a program? Pray about that program. Pray for those people. We are thinking about starting a food ministry there has been a food ministry here before and Mount Pleasant does a food ministry what would it mean well it means food one thing <laughs> it means taking food out to people maybe or having people come in all sorts of people people may we might not normally get on with it might be awkward moments taking food to people that we're not too sure about you know what's going to happen are we willing to do that to go out to where Jesus is to the place of disgrace, to awkward situations, hard situations for the sake of the gospel. Don't forget, says the writer of Hebrews, this world is not our home. <laughs> Don't make yourself too comfortable here, brothers and sisters. We are looking forward to a home yet to come. Finally, let me finish with these words from verses 15 and 16. The writer says, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God. Let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God. Well, what is this? Well, it's having an attitude of gratitude, thanking the Lord in all circumstances. It's having the joy of the Lord in your hearts and in this church. This very weekend and right now this morning... CAP School, the Christian Aboriginal Parent Director School in Coolgardie, where Lynn and I and, and Marion uh, served, worked, is celebrating 40 years since it opened. And I was right there when it opened 40 years ago. Back then I had hair on my head. Now it's easy for the Lord to count the number of the hairs on my head, but anyway... <laughs> What a joy, what a blessing that school has been to so many. The joy of the Lord. In Romans 12:1, Paul says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. This is whole of life worship and praise and obedience this is continual sacrifice living sacrifice this is holy and pleasing this is good and god pleasing and this is how we should live brothers and sisters second 
Let us proclaim our allegiance to his name, the name of Jesus. Don't be ashamed of the name of Jesus. Stand firm in your faith. Your old life wants to pull you back into your old sinful ways. The world is calling to you to conform to its standards, to entangle you with its desires and to crowd out the good news of Jesus. And Satan wants to tempt you and entice you and lure you away from Jesus. He wants to put doubt in your mind and apathy in your heart. To be blunt, Satan wants to destroy you and your Christian life. Stand firm, brothers and sisters. And third, don't forget to do good and to share with those in need. We are to do good. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, good things, good deeds, good acts, our neighbours and friends and everyone. And he's prepared us ready for those acts. What are, we going, are we going to do those or are we just going to forget? And he says we are to share. And, and the word share here is koinonia. Koinonia. It means fellowship. And we are here today. We are the fellowship today of the Lord Jesus. We often call it church the fellowship because we are fellow with Jesus Sharing with Jesus, we often use that in reference to the Lord's Supper, sharing the Lord's Supper, kononia with the Lord's Supper, or sharing in Christ, kononia with our Lord. But here the meaning is that sense of fellowship, but it's also solidarity with those in need. It's sharing with those in need. It is active sharing, close sharing. Personal sharing, costly sharing. These are the sacrifices that please God, says the writer of Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, we are not called to be a holy huddle hiding from the world. After all, what does our initials for our church, TC, C stand for? Does it stand for Thornley Cozy Club? Does it stand for Thornley Comfortable Congregation? Does it stand for Thornley Contented Clique? No, <laughs> we are Thornley Community Church and we stand for truth, the truth of His Word. We stand for compassion, for caring and sharing His love. We stand above all for Christ. Christ is our centre, our core. But we don't keep Christ to ourselves. We go out with the good news about Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong here. I am not saying that we are not to look after one another or care for one another or love one another. Of course we are to do that. Jesus himself commanded us to love one another. So we must love one another but brothers and sisters it's easy for us as a church as individuals to just become focused on ourselves 
to be so busy looking after each other that we lose focus about the Great Commission. And the Great Commission becomes the Great Omission. So what is it to be? Are we willing to go out? To go outside the camp? To go out to the lost, the lonely and the outcasts of this world? Even if they hate us and are hostile to our message, are we willing to go out? Brothers and sisters, let me put this bluntly for you. If as a church we don't go out, then we may just go out. I'm going to finish with a prayer. This is also in Hebrews chapter 13. The beautiful prayer. I just want to finish with this prayer before our musicians come up and sing our final song. Now may the God of peace, who brought us up from the brought up from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood, may he equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, every good thing that is pleasing to him. All glory to him forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We would love to hear from you. If you would like prayer, please submit a prayer request at mounties.org.au forward slash prayer or send an email to communications at mounties.org.au and one of our team will be in contact. Have a great week.